0: back everybody. I'm going to try and wing this one because I tried to script out an episode. It just got to be all in the weeds. Uh, I'd like to make a few points, just things for you to look out for because this is, I find myself in a position to make some kind of predictions. I don't know for sure which outcome will happen, which will eventually be told to us in the media, but I'd like to talk about the problems that uh, Florida Congressman Matt Gates is up against right now. And I see the uh, Robert Mueller, Andrew Weissman, Matthew Friedrich, Rita Glavin, um, I see their fingerprints, their grubby, nasty little Marxist fingerprints all over it. In case the name Matthew Friedrich rings a bell, it should. His wife is Dabney Langhorn Friedrich. I think she comes from old blue blood money in the Virginia area. And she is a judge that the Marxists somehow tricked Donald Trump into putting uh, on the bench in a D.C. court. She is the, and I'm kind of off already on her, but it's very important, uh, Judge Dabney Friedrich is, is the judge who is overseeing and trying to protect the Robert Mueller Russia hoax. She is um, She's known for, I guess, a while back, tearing into the Russian people that Mueller tried to name and indict as having interfered with the 2016 election. Well, much to their surprise, the Russians came over here and said, Hey, jackass, uh, we didn't do any of this. So the, the charging documents, are, I, I believe, are fairly bizarre. They were charged with pharaoh-type violations, which doesn't really work because there weren't any Americans employed by them who were incontinent domestic employees or associates of theirs. So basically, they threw some bogus bullshit charge, which is what they do best, these Marxist a-holes, and hoped that... The, Just the news reporting on it would be enough to suffice and trick low IQ Americans who believe in their kind of crap, their factless, baseless crap, into thinking, hey, this Mueller deal. Wow. What a what a hot dog. Just, you know, one foot in the grave probably has somebody changing his depends uh, FBI guy. Really, still hot stuff. He didn't even know who Fusion GPS was. So, what does that tell you? So, anyways, she was representing them, and these people know that the entire case against them is a joke. So, they actually included uh, prof- profanity from that they pulled quotes from Animal House in some of their court filings. Uh, and she wouldn't have none of that joke. Only she could tell jokes, and uh, she is a joke. Her husband's a joke. Matthew Friedrich. We'll get into him in a minute, but anyways, that isn't the uh, that isn't the only thing Judge Dabney Friedrich is should be uh, reminding you of right now. You should be thinking more of that which is in charge of the fate of all what the two hundred or three hundred people the FBI decided to round up after the January sixth party at Capitol Hill. Um, it's still mind boggling that the FBI is able to actually. Round up anybody. Let's go over this. I'd like to incorporate it in here because it's very important. The FBI, who threw, by the end of the Russia hoax, had over 200 agents and lawyers involved in a joke. They had no intention of prosecuting anybody. They had no intention of actually filing charges. They just wanted to have people working on it, have people leaking and leaking lies, uh, just to cause well, you know, the country to burn kind of thing, which is pretty repulsive. So basically, uh, you have to either think at the end of the Russia hoax that either there are 200 FBI agents and lawyers, DOJ people, who are dumb enough to have worked on a case for three and a half years without anything that would, you know, secure a conviction, or they were part of a seditious, treasonous type plot. I don't think there's a third. There's no third in that. Okay, so let's get back to um, the case against these people uh, that entered the Capitol building. Um, I don't blame them at all. I don't. Congress has been lying. Capitol Hill police have been lying. They lost the DNC server. I'm going to do a piece on the Awans, the update on the Awan, people, and tell you exactly what was going on there. So the Capitol Hill had custody of all of the evidence against the Awans, but because it would have taken down like 40 House Democrats, the DNC and DNCC servers had to disappear and be replaced by lookalike-type clones. The case, the files, and the evidence against the Awans had to be delivered to the one lawyer instead of the prosecution on accident because hey when you have four and a half million accidents that help democrats uh get out of trouble it's it's just it's you know a coincidence right you know what are the the odds of that it's impossible but we don't really rise up very often that's why i say hooray to january 6th been lied to you got the media against you. you got academia against you against you, and now you have corporate America against you. Why wouldn't it be? You know, they looked at their numbers, like Coca-Cola and Nike, and said, you know, we can either have, as our fans and supporters, 10 million people who drink 8 to 12 sugary drinks every day and buy 4 to 6 pairs of $400 shoes every year, or you can have the support of 30 million seltzer water drinking and spinach salad eaters. So it's these choices that they have us sucked into that they can pick the loser segment demographic of our population as their fan base. It's Kind of ironic and weird, isn't it? So I think one thing, I'd, point I'd like to make, and it's really important, is all the articles that you read say Trump supporters stormed the Capitol. No, I believe that was his setup, and I'm going to continue to believe it, and I'm not going to believe it anything that the FBI has to say about it. Well, be, why? Because they're seditious traitors. I almost used an expletive a little bit more severe than I intend to in this podcast. Um, so I would say, you know, what do we have in there? How many people actually actually entered the Capitol building? Did they say 200, 300? They're going by cell phones they, they've I would. I'm more inclined to think, just looking over the names of the people that uh, are charged already, um, I'm going to say that a few are Trump supporters, a few are centrists, moderates, tired of the lies. We're living in a big yarn ball of lies, and that's why everything is insane, why nothing makes sense. We're, we, are, we are living in a big fecal matter pile of lies that have not been cleared away from the past. So this is why things are just so crazy and horrible. Um, let's, we could go all the way back to, uh, let's just think about the 2019 politics. We actually saw in Virginia, it was actually like, everything just like melted away. Now, remember, I think, believe Virginia is a state that the, they violated the Constitution by saying, whichever president has a popular vote, we'll just give them our electoral votes. That is not what the framers clearly made as their purpose for designing the Electoral College. But hey, <laughs> it's not really a constitution anymore when you've got Marxists in charge. So let's think about 2019. Um, it was only fair because we couldn't tell if it was Governor Ralph Northam who was the bat- blackface guy or the hooded Klansman guy in his yearbook photo. So the media decided it wasn't either of them, even though it was a picture of him in his yearbook photo, right? So, and then they, well, we'd move past that. So Northam dodged it, so it only makes sense that their uh, the state's attorney, uh, Mark Herring, was caught dead rights wearing blackface in college. Uh, But no, no, no. We moved past that. But, you know, the straw that broke Kamala's back was Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax. He was accused of sexually assaulting a professor in 2004, uh, which would have cleared him out and put, oh, wait a minute, can't have none of that. That would have put Republican Kirk Cox in as the governor. So that explains why they didn't budge, right? Uh, a, A hint, just a clue here. Democrats are putting younger and younger people in office, crooked people, because experience doesn't matter in Democrat circles, because you follow the script of a thought leader. You follow the Marxist edicts that are handed down from whoever's on top. And the people who are making that all possible are people that I speak about, like the Friedrich uh, crime cabal family, between Matthew Friedrich, we'll get to him in a bit, and um, and his wife, Dabney, Judge Dabney Friedrich. So, oh, Where's, here, wh- what would the big difference be between our parties and, and why we're so disappointed in Republicans because they seem like a you know, pack of spineless cowards? Um, Republicans, we forget to loot and burn after the Northam, Fairfax, and Herring scandals. Uh, if conservatives, Republicans, libertarians, traditional moderates acted like the KKK Democrats, the elite globalist Marxists, you'd see plume smoke from the entire U.S. from the International Space Station. Because if we acted the same way the morality, reality, gender, justice, fluid Democrats do after race-based attacks and such, we would have a riot every 74 seconds in America. And that's just from, if we had one that followed every black-on-white interracial violent victimization, you would have a riot every 74 seconds. Yes. That doesn't include property crime riots or black-on-Hispanic or Hispanic-on-black. Or, gee, let's get this one as wrong as possible because we haven't even gotten to the decades of black and Asian violence. Let's just pretend that it's white supremacy behind all that, right? So we, we've been told that uh, policy policy, and law shifts, according to what the media and the Marxist vision is, is uh, the vision for the country is the content they deliver on the news, the, the changing and melting of the human brain on college campuses, the polling booths—they now think now they think dark money is good. Wait for the coverage to come up of Michigan, Wisconsin, what they did with their Zuckerberg bucks. It used to be illegal having outside money of elections pay uh, to gain control of elections and counting and such, until Donald Trump came along and made them just so angry. Yeah, we could organize and respond the same way Marxists do. Uh, when any newsworthy event happens. But, again, a riot every seventy four second would make riots old hat in no time. Then what? How do you escalate past that? What they do, basically, is they move all the way to the, what they did with Capitol Hill, what they do with everything. They take away every sensible option to rebuff. There is no way to respond. They've left the only thing on the table is a violent reaction and I'm welcoming it at this point. I'm, I'm not going to be the initiator, but you know what's gonna happen because some, at some point people are gonna realize we've been lied to. We've had all of our options taken away. You know, conservatives don't act like that typically because those reactions occur if your demands are full, you know, your demands are fully, aren't met um, because they're not very good for society. What, what these people are trying to push on us will not be good for society. Black and Asian crimes been out of control for years, but they're pretending that it's white supremacy, and the only sensible uh, solution would be to hamstring police departments across the country. Here's this Afghanistan vet's promise. Uh, reduce the effectiveness poli- of the par- police, and I'm going to live the rest of my days, though so I'm the last line of defense between criminals and our civil society. You know, there are many others like me, I'm sure our resumes speak for themselves. This isn't a threat of violence. This is a position, my my position, is like the love child of someone who's been paying attention to the pendulum swing from moral to decrepit in just a few years. It is a fact, it it is in fact, the um, precise test a court would use, well, before America fell. It's the reasonable person standard Uh, a reasonable person upon hearing how bad crime is in America would say, geez, I'm going to go actually research crime characteristics, rates of incidents, and things like that. I want the actual facts. I'm not going to watch Communist News Network or MS-13 NBC to get my data. I'm not going to look at these Dan Abrams Law and Crime jackass websites to get my college version of it from some liberal professor. I'm going to actually go, let's look up the these statistics that are provided by our government and then compare them to the words and their intents and what they'd like from policy and change. If you listen to FBI Director Christopher Wray, while you're reviewing Bureau of Justice statistics data, it's one of those carpet-doesn't-match-the-curtains kind of cases. Clearly, when violent crime is a problem, the only solution is to take crime-fighting tools away from the police. I mean, how does this make sense to them? do they really expect, and if you speak out against it like the way I am, there's something wrong with you, there's something wrong with me, how could I not accept what they're shoving down our throats you know, and the tougher battle might be like I was talking about before is is to get answers from these multinational corporations, why they've gotten, why the violent left is, they're, they're, they're bad buddies now um, I, because they lack fiscal discipline, they don't care about their health, sugary sodas tons of shoes. They, they're going to complain about not having access to, uh, you know, safe, secure housing, but they're going to spend $6,000 on rims and wheels. They're going to spend 50 bucks or 100 bucks a day on drugs because they're legalizing them. They're going to wonder why they're obese with all the sugary sodas and crap. It's all victim, victim, victim. So what we're going to what we're going to worry about here with, with Mr. Congressman Matt Gaetz uh, is I see the pattern. Uh, and then there were traitors, right? Because the thing that wins in America there are the powerful speeches. What used to win when we were a little smarter were powerful speeches inspired by facts and events that brought about powerful solutions. Marxists wanted us to think everything they propose is a solution. That their proposals will improve the lives of the citizenry. Now, I guess Matt Gates stands accused with um, uh, of engaging in acts with a seventeen-year-old, using drugs with them, sharing photos of nude women with members, fellow members of Congress, and we can break down these accusations and filter them through the kinds of things that I've gone through and been studying and researching and been shocked by, shocked by for a couple of years, uh, and see how Democrats have been able to dar- dodge things like this uh, in the past. I mean, the first thing that came to mind when uh, hearing about this is that it reeks of Enron and Arthur Anderson. Uh, I'm talking it's like a 50-50 chance here, likelihood that the FBI knew about Matt's friend, uh, that tax man, Joel Greenberg. They, they knew he was up to no good. Uh, the difference between then and now was the government, guys like Matthew Friedrich, used to make deals with witnesses to coach them and implicate them uh, to testify against high-profile officials like Senator Ted Stevens of Alaska, who was a World War II hero, pilot, uh, and beloved by... He was like a legend in Alaska. Uh, But they knocked him out because they needed a filibuster-proof majority for Barack Obama in 2008, 2009, when he got in. So, hey, but hey, that's not a big deal because so what he does, this... Matthew Friedrich, uh, he'll find somebody like Joel Greenberg and tell them that he can actually get out of trouble because what they're really after is Matt Gaetz. Um, sometimes, and in the past, they used to do this because they would, it, wasn't be, it wouldn't be part of the news cycle. They would approach somebody close and accuse them of being a co-conspirator. Then they would get that person to pretend, and they'd say, hey, I can get you out of this. All I have to do is say these things on the stand just stick to the script and you're off scot-free and let's be blunt about it uh the overall integrity of america has been slipping for some time we don't have the same type of moral compass we once had and what kind of person wouldn't say well gee whiz i really don't feel like doing five to ten just in case i may have done something just because they convince people that they don't understand the law and This person offering them a deal is going to help them. Well, that type of evidence is called impeachment evidence as far as Brady material goes. Now, these prosecutors have been fantastic. Guys like putting the cases together for the DOJ to slam dunk. Guys like Matthew Friedrich, Rob Mueller, Andrew Weissman. What they'll do is they will deny that there is any Brady material. Impeachment material means the government made a deal with somebody in this case, they actually will coach them what to say. They don't want to let anybody know that this person would have been uh, an untrustworthy wis- witness. That that fact is completely hidden from the jury. Uh, the other one would be mitigating evidence, the kind that would greatly reduce the type of punishment, penalty, uh, length of incarceration, whatever. It would reduce the judgment handed to a person. Um, then, of course, there's the exculpatory evidence, which is what they had in the Senator Ted Stevens' case. They actually had the contract between Stevens on a piece of paper, the note telling him, I would like to receive approximately $200,000 worth of construction on my family hunting lodge, and you tell me when you'd like to be paid. That was hidden from the jury. And in fact, here's the beauty of how glorious The system is for the Marxist. You, the judge who pretended fake to be very upset at this prosecutorial misconduct was none other than Judge Emmett, shiftless Sullivan, the man who had some crazy outrage about uh, General Flynn. I remember calling him uh, his ghetto psycho outburst about General Flynn being a traitor. That was an expected, totally expected, anticipated response to crooked... P- Prosecutors being caught falsifying evidence in one of his in his court again. I'm not surprised. He's got to know that at some point there are going to be millions of Americans pissed off that he's been part of this degradation of quality here, because his job was to cover for these Marxist liars. And at some point, enough Americans are going to have had enough of these career politicians, politicians working with seditious FBI and DOJ prosecutors and scumbag judges like Shifla Sullivan covering for them so I hope I presented enough on that but the thing you need to remember is I also mentioned Enron and Arthur Anderson what their goal with that to do is and this is how it works so well they drag and time things they drag it through the courts so they secure the convictions and the, but it doesn't matter if they're overturned in two, four, six, eight years. These people move on to seven-figure, eight-figure salaries. Matthew Friedrich went on from an energy, taking down an energy company and a consulting company. Enron, Arthur Anderson, and he went on to work for Cognizant, who has government contracts. He went on to work for Chevron. He went on to work for, in fact, January 2021, he stepped in January 11th to, to become the executive vice president and chief legal officer for United Health Group, the largest healthcare network provider in our country. Isn't that crazy? He go on. He, he pro- was propelled. He was propelled and catapulted to stardom by being a um, specialist at prosecutorial misconduct by taking innocent people down. <laughs> what a country. So what I'm getting at is this Joel Greenberg tax man who he's got like 33 charges against him or something. His deal that he's taking may actually be a drastic reduction of sentence to take down Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates. Why? Why would they do that? Because he's a hot shot. He's up and rising, and the, and he's he's got eyes on him. That's probably why because he's a threat. And isn't it crazy that they're going after Governor Ron DeSantis too? I mean, what, it's its just, I don't know, it's just, again, a coincidence that the two most prominent, most spoken about superstars in the GOP are under attack. It's just weird. But we should be smarter because there are some articles out there right now that think that it's... Um, Really working that it's a great idea to have GOP people pitted against uh, Congressman Matt Gates. Uh, and at least Cheney said something about uh, uh, constitutionality and that they're being unconstitutional. They're acting unconstitutional. We have rule, we have rule of law. Really, the Constitution just, uh, laid out. Uh, we have our founding documents. They told us how. Elections were supposed to work, but miraculously, the five, six states that flipped in the middle of the night after the county stopped, that flipped towards Biden, all had some sort of subversion of the laws and had people who were not supposed to make decisions and changes to how elections are conducted, were all done by people that had no power to do that, no authority to do that, and that's the Constitution. Rule of law. Well, what did I just speak of about rule of law? We have judges like Judge Daphne Friedrich. We have judges like Judge Emmett Schiffless Sullivan, who their, their sole purpose of being federal judges is to be able to do hit jobs, political hit jobs. When are people going to start seeing that? We have Congress lying to us just nonstop. We, oh, the police shootings, police shootings, when Representative Sheila Jackass Lee can tell us that uh, the Attorney General at the time, William Barr, doesn't understand systemic racism in policing and then proceeds to talk about the people taken down by the police it includes well, you know, uh, Trayvon Martin, who was killed by a Hispanic American who was not a cop, uh-huh. and then talk about Michael Brown who now they've tried to re-convict Officer Darren Wilson, how many times? They're just going to keep retrying cases until they get what they want, the result they want, the outcome they need to print, because it's pretty clear that Michael Brown deserved and asked to die that day by reaching into the squad car, choking Officer Wilson, and reaching for his holstered service pistol. Uh, We know this because he shot off part of his own damn hand inside of the car when it was still like that. The two rounds went off in the car as they fought. So, and then he charged him after he had a chance to keep running away. Um, That's suicide by cop, any way you want to look at it, unless you're a journalist, a liberal Marxist, inbred journalist. So it's these kinds of people, the Friedrichs, the, the, the... Oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention who else was in that tight little circle with Matthew Friedrich and... Uh, Andrew Weissman and Robert Moore Kathleen, Catherine Rumler yeah so if you choose as a liberal as a Marxist to not pay attention to this stuff or and deny us the right to do so this is why violence will, will be on your doorstep one day this is why not a fan of it but at some point it's going to be necessary when you try to finalize this bizarre takeover so at this point, I honestly don't recall if I mentioned that in 1954, the Supreme Court decided to, they made a decision, they made a statement. Defendants have the right to know about Brady material. That won't stop these people who, you know, infiltrated the cabal people, infiltrated the FBI and DOJ from using Brady material as weapons, hiding it using the actual things. And that's what these people do. That's what these leftist morons do. They look, see a system, see how it operates, and then they take one of the elements and they pervert it because they're good at perversion. So my guess is when it comes to Congressman Matt Gates, they will probably tell people that are holding on to, because they've done this in the past, I, it's easy for me to say this, they're going to tell people who have some kind of evidence or connection that they are accomplices they're co-conspirators they're going to be in some kind of trouble then they will have exculpatory evidence in their possession and they will make no mention of it until a few years after if they do successfully take them down they'll release it then kind of like a it's a show of power it's a this kind of thing will happen to you if you do not co- cooperate with us if you do not follow our instructions and it's really bizarre that we tolerate this land of the free home of the brave my ass we've been trained to become pacifists we shy away from the challenge and that leaves the ball in their court almost every time and part of me hopes they really screw this up because there is a there's talk that Uh, congressman gates father wore a wire to a meeting and um how the fbi would really goof this up would be if they were to decide to raid the home and seize the evidence uh i would hope it's in the hands of uh, congressman gates lawyer by now but um they're just mysteriously at the same time his office will probably be broken into or torched because winning is everything. Honesty, integrity are nothing. So at the, only, the only thing at this point that would uh, be more disturbing or creepy, bizarre, would be if somebody like Judge Emmett schiffler Sullivan were to be hearing his case. Um, so I think who, who the judges is going to play, who that judge is will play a critical role. Um, who the prosecutors are. What we need to do is do the three degrees of Matthew Friedrich on them to see what the connection is there. Um, I think that's going to be important. I think what happens with Governor DeSantis or DeSantis or Desnatus is I think is what they somebody somebody called me the other day. Uh, I think that's going to be important stuff. Because we're not allowed to have any heroes. We're not allowed to even have anybody above average. The GOP is is being blocked and denied. So things to watch for going forward, you know, Monday, April 12th, 2021. What the, the actions, the, the decisions that uh, Judge Dabney, Langhorn Friedrich makes against these people. Because they're going to portray every single one of them as white supremacist Trump supporters. And there's more than enough evidence to, to to say that that is not supported. And but because the FBI is doing the investigation, it's going to be hard to rely on it to trust it. They should have cleaned house again. It was either a seditious conspiracy, the Russia hoax, or incompetence, like unimaginable on a global scale incompetence. They have no. They should not be investigating. Uh, of the theft of a single box of Girl Scout cookies at this point, they'd botch that. And if these people want to talk about uh, integrity, accountability, transparency, the Awan case that I'd like to do a little bit better is a perfect example to show how wrong they've always been. The Awans, by the time they were kicked out, had access to more than one-fifth of all House Democrats. All of their data and all their staff um they would they were routinely found when they didn't belong in congress members of congress in their office off hours logged into their systems doing things they had no authority, they had no they had no reason to be there nothing was scheduled um, no maintenance no upgrades no updates no swapping out of material they would have family members in their logging in and doing things. Um, that happened to, uh, Tim Ryan of Ohio. His sister was logged in in the middle of the night. Another time, uh, Im- Imran Rawan himself took, uh, Congressman Ryan's laptop, told him, telling him, he told me he needed more, uh, RAM, more memory. And, uh, a few days later, he placed that laptop with a completely different laptop, an obviously different laptop, and then pretended like it was the same one, and then he never any answer. When an IT person can have chiefs of staff for people fired, um, there's a problem there. And it's this, we need criminals to work for us criminals because we can't count on honest people to do criminal work for us criminals. And that's what Democrats are. So I hope I can bring more updates and greater detail to this Friedrich family, uh, the, the, the Congressman Matt Gates situation, see what other things are going on. But this episode has been kind of a joy because it was very hard to kind of get started working on the Friedrichs themselves and then I wanted to point out because it's really important to see these patterns these patterns between people who do things and the outcomes and then when the outcomes don't come out they don't end up where they want like uh, the Tamir Rice shooting that happened when Barack Obama was president Eric Holder was the Attorney General they've been reopening these things the Michael Brown case, same thing they keep reopening them they get new... The McCloskey family in St. Louis that tried to defend their home with di- inoperable disabled weapons, hoping that it would just be enough of a deterrent to keep a mob that damaged property, broken, and criminally trespassed, that it would keep them from attacking their home and burning down or killing or, or, or harming or raping them or whatever. But the, the prosecutor, I believe it was the, uh, the district attorney, uh, Kim Gardner, ran on her ticket saying a vote for me is a vote to have these white people prosecuted. That was her fundraising. Uh, it's illegal. It's wrong. But nothing's ever come of it. Thank, thank the Lord the judge had, they, they made sure that she was removed from the case. What absurd to say Uh, get me in there and I'll give you the kind of justice you want, not the kind of justice the law demands. Again, people like Liz Cheney talking about rule of law. What a freaking idiot. What a bunch of idiots. And these are the people we're supposed to be negotiating with, compromising with. This country is not going to move forward until there's a radical change. Back to what it was supposed to be, back to what it's meant to be. Because only these people on the left seem to know the new rules. And that's all for now. Take care, everybody, and God bless.